Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags, joined as always with Dan Garcia, and we are live in technically we're in Mesa, technically Arizona. we're in Mesa, yeah, but right now, but we've we, been in Tempe the last two days. We're in Tempe uh, for Angel Spring training. Uh, it's been uh, awesome two days. Uh, it's been, no, it's been really nice. I mean, as far as like weather, I think Chris. One time I came out with Chris, it was like a hundred and two degrees or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So. All things considering, it's it's been really good weather, and it's just been been an awesome time. Yeah, uh, we got here on Friday and went straight to Tempe, and uh, you know we we were able to hit the uh, the minor league practice fields. We were out there super early. We got there probably what around nine thirty or something. Yeah, like that. it was it was pretty crazy too because that's actually the first time I've been down um, into the minor league like the side fields and stuff like that, but. It, to me, it kind of blew my mind to, to see these kind of guys mm-hmm. walking around. Like, obviously, they're not your MLB dudes. Like, they're not Trout up any of those guys. But um, the minor league guys that if you if you have a good eye for certain players, you can see them walking around and they'll be just, oh, yeah, let me sign this. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. let me take a picture here. I mean, we pulled Brandon Marsh aside and, and talked to him for a little bit just from seeing him from Inland Empire. And then Jordan Adams walks by. We get an autograph from him. Right. We see a couple other guys that are from we seen from Ellen Empire that you know uh, Griffin Canning was there. Yeah, Griffin Canning. And, but no one really knew who these guys were, but because right. they're just like walking like like at a little league park where where kids walk from you know field to field, and no one really thinks about it. It's awesome. So they had a B game, and uh, Chris and I. You had tickets for the game for the big major league game. Chris and I did not have tickets, so. Um, if you guys didn't know, tickets this week were ridiculous. Forty dollars for lawn seats. Oh, it was, was packed a, too. The last like, two games. Uh, we, yeah. we went, right now we're recording Saturday night, so Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday. It's it was packed at Tempe Diablo. I mean, that's most I've ever seen it packed. Um, they were talking about ten thousand people in the stadium, so that was kind of crazy. But Friday, uh, you went to the major league game. Chris and I stayed on the minor league field, so they had two B games going on. Justin Upton, Zach Cozart, and Tyler Skaggs. Skaggs threw four innings, looked great. The cool part about that was that, you know, we were able to see Upton and Kozar just walk back and forth from uh, field to field, straight, just almost bumping into us. And it was an awesome experience. We got to see a major league pitcher, Tyler Skag, throw to major league hitting. And literally, we were, if, and if you guys follow us on uh, Instagram, you saw our story from yesterday. Literally, we're a chain link fence separated by 50 feet and yeah when I mean, he was it, on the on deck circle well, it's like it's right like, next to me it's like a little league park like yeah. when your kid's in the on deck circle you can like literally say hey watch yeah. this you know what i mean yeah. so 
you, I mean, obviously you're not going to say anything to, to no, the major no. league players, but they were that close to where you could put your phone right in the right. little uh-huh. chain link part and there's boom yeah. right there. So Upton and Cozart, uh, like I said, Skaggs looked great through four innings. He, uh, he was working that changeup really well, and he was kind of like you know spotting his pitches. And then Gooby showed up over there. Yeah, you that, met Gooby before that. Was, that that was pretty funny. Down, yeah. So, yeah. So we walk into the Temple Diablo, uh, like like John was saying, Chris and Chris himself had didn't have tickets, so they went to the minor league game. Me and my wife walk into Tempe Diablo. We kind of just start walking right in, and then we look to the left, and then there's uh, Mark Gubaza you know, six foot, whatever he is kind of standing out because I mean, he's a tall, tall dude guy. and he's just sitting there buying a pretzel, you know, like with not, without a care in the world, just kind mm-hmm. of like awesome. And so I, I recognize him, pull him aside and just kind of talk to him. Cause if you listen to the podcast before, you know, we've had him on, it's just kind of, you know, kind of touching base again for a possible interview in the future. But yeah, and it was funny though too. Cause no one, again, no one came up to us, no, or not obviously not us, but no one came up to him when we were there to, to say, Oh, can I get a picture? Or, oh, can I, um, get an autograph or anything like that. But he was just like a normal guy in line buying a pretzel. And then he went up to the press box. He said he was going to go there for the Cody Allen um, inning that he pitched starting. And then he went to the minor league game where I think you ran into him there. Yeah, he was there and uh, it was fun. It was, um, it was just cool. Cause he just walked right up and I, he was coming like, just, I could see him from a mile away stands yeah. out. He's coming to the to the uh, minor league game, and as he's walking up, I tell I look over to Chris and I go, Chris, hey, look, there's Gooby, and Chris is here with us, by the way. So you guys, curator is here, and I just walked right up to him and I said, hey, uh, what's up, Gooby? It's Johnny Max from the All Angels Podcast, and we interviewed you last year. He's like, yeah, yeah, man, what's up, you know? And just asked us like, hey, how's Skaggs doing? How's it going out here? You know, kind of ask us quickly our opinion, and it's pretty cool. And then he goes and he just sits down. And uh, just right behind home plate, just watching, watching the game. Yeah, so just it's, it being was a cool. pit, being an ex pitcher, know what to look for, know what he's hoping to see out of Skag. So I mean, that's that's something that you don't see every day. Right, and again, like just to be able to see, you know, um, them that close. I mean, even closer than the Tempe Diablo Stadium. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a chain link fence. It's like Daniel said, a little league, you know, pony league park, high school field. Pretty much, and uh, back and forth. I think at some point, I think Upton pushed Chris out of the way because he was in his way. Yeah, out of the way. But um, cool experience again. And then today, um, you know, we all we tailgated out in the parking lot, and then we went inside into the game. And um, you know, I think people get caught up in what's happening in the games. Uh, oh, you know, uh, we lost. Whatever games like well, that today. Was, that was kind of like. I saw people freaking out about that leading up to our. It was like the Thursday game, whatever. And they're like, "Oh, they've given up nine runs in the first I four mean, innings." And it's on. like, "Well, five of them came from dudes that aren't even going to be probably not even the AAA roster. Right. Might be Double A guys." And it's like, and spring training, man. It, next week's the last week, last full week. These guys are ready just to go and start actually right. playing for real. It's just, it's one of those things where it, it is it's great at the beginning for players. But now you get to this point, you 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 pretty much already know what you're going to do and not do, and now it's just like, all right, let's just get to the point where we can actually start a season and and play games that actually matter. The cool thing about today, um, in my opinion, was the fact that um, the as as spring training, you know, there's what maybe a week before they come to Anaheim mm-hmm. to for the freeway series, so players are getting extended at bats where they're playing. Longer. Right, that's a good thing. They're playing yeah. six, seven innings now. Mike Trout batted in the ninth inning, right, Chris? Well, he he was, yeah, he was DHing. He was DHing, so. and he got like his four at bats. He we got to see him bat in the ninth inning. I think we even moved all the way down. It was pretty cool. Um, 
So that's that's the fun part about spring training. If you guys have never been out to Tempe Diablo Stadium for spring training, yeah, it's you got you almost it's almost like a rite of passage. You have to come as a fan, as a baseball fan, you have to come. Even even if for whatever reason you don't see the Angels for maybe ticket prices are too high or scheduling or whatever, just going out there and seeing the kind of atmosphere is, is really really awesome. Yeah. So. Um, Again, we met a, we've met a lot of cool people that kind of recognized us. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I mean, that's still kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, not for me. I'm big time. Yeah, you're you know, used like, to it. I'm, I'm, I'm still like, Halo Haven. I'm like, what the hell's going on around here? Like, Yeah, I got stopped like a few times in the stadium. Uh, Halo Haven, what's up? And Chris was like, dude, yeah, just get stopped right what now. Who was that one with that, that the, down at the Minor League Park? And then we're just kind of in a circle talking and watching mm-hmm. the guys warm up. And the guys, are you the guys from the podcast? I'm like. I don't know which one do you listen to. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't know. So yeah, and uh, you know they were from uh, I believe Utah. Or whatever, yeah, right. Um, so, super cool. We met a lot of cool people. Um, got to talk with Tim Mead. You don't get that every day. Yeah, I got to talk to Tim Mead. So Tim Mead is an awesome guy. Um, ah, just a cool experience. We've already kind of had a few weird things happen, but uh, you know <laughs> maybe we'll maybe one day we'll share this. But uh, yeah, still but, uh, too fresh. Yes. <laughs> A lot of good music being played in spring training 2019, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> one song sure. in particular? Yeah, one song in particular. Yeah. And if you guys watched our live feed or whatever, yeah, you yeah. know what it is. But anyway, um, uh, what do you want to lead you into next, Daniel? I think kind of going with this whole spring training theme, like going – being here, we were talking about the spring training in general. So at the beginning of this week, I put up a poll question like I normally do for, um, you know, the podcast week. And this one was simple. This one I was kind of thinking for a while. But um, what was your favorite part about spring training? You know, it's the seeing baseball being played again. Is it seeing the baseball players? Is it the tailgating? And then for the fourth one, I put other. And, and if, you know, they had one vote for other, and they comment below. And that was the atmosphere, which is what we were talking about. And, and that's that's true, too. But um, 50% of the people picked seeing, seeing the players. So I'm guessing old, new, old players, new players. Um, I think I picked seeing baseball. This baseball game played mm-hmm. again is just something that I like to I like enjoy seeing, you know, regardless of it's the old or new players, but just seeing something going again it, it makes me feel like boom the season's right here right now right on on my end i would have it it's a little it's a little bit of everything i guess it's kind of hard to pick one i mean I, I like you said i love the fact that baseball's starting again and it's like the first time me watching the angels uh since the end of the season and then the other thing would be watching the players but not so much my trout and upton and and the major league guys to me it's being able to go out on the practice fields because, like you had mentioned, you said you had never gone down all the way down there. Every time I've gone to spring training, that's pretty much where I spend all my time down on the practice fields, on the minor league fields, and just watching these guys play. So to me, it'd be watching like guys, watching guys like Brandon Marsh again practice, playing guys like you know prospects that that you know you otherwise really don't hear about, but just being able to see them uh, take professional practice, like taking grounders, PFP. Uh, stuff like that, watching them shag flies, watching them take BPs that close. Whether they're major leaguers or not, they're still professionals, and it's pretty cool to, to be up against a chain link fence and watching these guys take cuts and take grounders. It's hearing the ball, hearing just the smell. It's everything, atmosphere. So for me, a little bit of everything, it's really hard for me to answer. Chris, what is your opinion on this what's your favorite part of spring training about spring training i'll start off with the roger hornsby quote you probably heard this before people ask me what i do in winter when there's no baseball i tell you what i do i stare out the window and wait for spring 
That's kind of what we've been doing. I mean, we we've stayed connected with the podcast, and we're on a vintage baseball team now, yeah. and all that stuff. But just just being out here and knowing that baseball is on the horizon, and just reconnecting with all these people that we've come to meet throughout the years, and it's kind of cool watching it from out of state. There's something to that, like you're on vacation, you're still watching Angels baseball, and then just the proximity of it all. Like like you said, man, we're we're like at a little league park mm-hmm. <laughs> and guys are walking right by us and, and nobody knows who they are. And it's just, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, this is, this is uh, kind of become a tradition and uh, something I hope we can continue. So cool. That's a curator for you. Yeah. And that's the one thing too, that's cool this year, more so than the other years that we've gone to spring training different years, but this is the first year where all three of us have gone at the same time. There's been times where, uh, Chris and I have gone, and there's times where John has gone. And Chris went last year with his uncle, but this is finally the year where we kind of put everything together, and then we're all we're all here. So hopefully, this is something we can do moving on, um, moving forward with the podcast and everything like that. And hopefully, any kind of possibilities that come from it. But um, you know, we want to talk to like we got to talk to a lot of the fans out there, which was cool. So I had an idea for a contest. So this is what it is: we got a signed ball from an MLB. I don't want to say MLB player because it's a player that could be in the major leagues, could be in the minor leagues, but it's someone that is definitely in on the, the radar, on the radar, it, on, on yeah, track. on the on the radar in the Angels organization, and it is someone that we've had interviewed either this season or last season. So if you are a listener, you know if you can go back to like last year's um, podcast, last season's podcast, and this season's podcast. If you look at the interviews we've done. We he's somewhere in this little I guess you want to call it a montage I don't know what the technical word is it but yeah, uh, a montage yeah, yeah so montage of fans and them giving their reasons why they like spring training so he's somewhere in there he is giving a fake name so you won't know by the name but hopefully you'll recognize by the voice and by the voice if you know who it is that we're talking about email us at allangelspodcast at gmail dot com who it is and we have a gift a. a, a you know, a giveaway, I guess you could say, for it. So, again, there's, there's like a two-minute clip I'm going to play. It probably has, I think, seven, six, seven guys on there that we talked to. And I think there's I think there's one or two girls, too. But mm-hmm. uh, people that – fans that we talked to here in Tempe and why they like to come to spring training, your job is to find, find who doesn't belong and who is the actual baseball player in this little montage. Email us your answer, first come, first serve, obviously, um, who you think it is and if it's right. We'll let you know, <coughs> and um, you'll get the prize we're gonna we're gonna give away. So uh, we are going to do that little fan montage now. I'm Michael uh, from Beer Baseball Blog, uh, the the adventures of craft beer and baseball. Um, I'm in Tempe today with Halo Haven. Um, one of the things that I love about spring training is uh, it's always a fresh new year. Uh, just come off. Uh, the, the coldness and I love coming to Arizona. I'm going to make it out to Florida one day, but um, you can't beat beer and baseball uh, in the desert. Uh, Halo Haven is the reason why I came out on this trip. So um, please, um, if you love beer and baseball, look up Beer Baseball Blog. Uh, name's Efren uh, from Tino. Angel fan my whole life. Just come to spring training, watch baseball, hang out with my boys. Hi, my name is Alex Tumbleson. I'm from Orange, California. Um, my husband and I come to spring training. It's been our, our ninth year in a row, and this is the official kickoff of the Angels season. As soon as we come, regardless of when pitchers report, this is when our season starts. 
Hey, this is Rob Farmer, and I come to spring training to see all the guys up close and get to look at their work ethic and see how they do things on the professional level. You guys should try it. I'm Nate from Utah. Uh, happy to run into uh, the Halo Haven podcast here. And uh, I come out to spring training because I love getting up close uh, to see the players. It's more casual, relaxed atmosphere, and uh, they're more willing to talk to you and sign autographs. It's awesome. Yeah, my name is Raymond Beekler. come from uh, Orange County, obviously, uh, Westminster. Uh, we come to spring training. It's been about every five, every year now for the last five years. Uh, just come for the fans, baseball, love of the game. My name is Drew Griffith from Cypress, California. come out here with my dad every year. Just get close with the players and hang out with the fans. Rob, I'm from Cypress, California. I'm training the... Good baseball vibe. Up close to personal with the players. And that's our little montage of the fans who we kind of ran into, ran into us, uh, came out to the tailgate, uh, and, and, and said hello and picked up some cool swag. So, again, your guys' job is to pick out who of these people is the athlete or the angel, angel organizational player. There you go. That sounds good. And uh, – Hit us up on allangelspodcast at gmail.com. That's allangelspodcast on gmail.com. Uh, you don't want to do the email side. Yeah, I guess they can DM us on Halo underscore Haven. Yeah. You know? But we'll probably end up seeing the uh, email one first. But, yeah, yeah, so definitely figure out who like who doesn't belong in there. And we'll uh, if you get it right, we'll contact you, obviously, and figure out the best way for us to give you uh, the prize. So um, this quick little – spring training kind of giveaway thing just kind of celebrating the beginning of uh the baseball season and just being out in arizona and seeing all the different players all the different ballparks i mean for people that never been out here you can go to every ballpark you know and not drive more than 45 minutes 40 one minutes. way yeah, yeah exactly it's not it's not far at all and if you put yourself in the right situation you can kind of be centrally located and then mm-hmm. drive 20 minutes to each way and there's a ballpark or whatever so that is um that's also a very cool part about spring training in Arizona, but um, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy it. And uh, <laughs> but it, it's a it's a great time out here. Um, another part of the news <laughs> today is um, we're going to talk about is <laughs> some of the new rule changes that MLB has uh, come out. I think they came out Thursday or Friday, and not obviously not all of them are going to be. Um, implemented now some of them are going to be in 2020 but and some are pretty some, I don't are, know, some are pretty like uh from what i've heard i know you've gone through them i haven't mm-hmm. really heard much of them, but the ones i've heard i'm like wow it's pretty pretty interesting to say the least yeah so i guess some of them i don't, I don't think we'll touch on all of them but some of the ones that definitely caught my eye um like the first one that caught my eye was i thought was pretty cool is that um the million dollar home run derby, home run derby winner um uh, check, I guess you want. I don't know. If, that'd be pretty cool. If they have one of those big old ass like checks, and um, and they give it to the winner, like they do at the at the, um, the golf tournaments or whatever. So, what do you think about the million dollar? I think it's cool because you know, like what they do with the home or the uh, slam dunk contest in the la- in last few years in the NBA is, you know, you haven't gotten that superstar guy anymore, and it's become very, very like saturated, like. It's not even like a, a thing like it used to be back in the day, and I think if you add like something like that, like a like Homer Derby winner wins a million dollars, that might draw 
not not a trout, but maybe a a guy who you really want to see. Do I think who it's, who it's really going to attract? You're right, probably not a trout or someone like that. But, but somebody, but but someone that's on the brink of being big, that are in maybe their pre arbitration years. Yeah, that could use that million. Because if I mean, if you look at um, Acuna Jr. and the Braves. Mm-hmm. He's not. I don't think he's making a million dollars yet. No, definitely not. So he's a young guy that you could see in there. Yeah. A judge too. If you look at Judge, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're right. You're he, right. he, I, I think he's only making nine hundred thousand dollars right. this year. So, so again, that's going to be like double his salary. Right. So stuff people like that where they maybe not have had that big payday yet, but will uh, eventually. And that million dollars can go a long way for that. Oh, for sure. So that that one is. And it's not much of a real change, but it's just like an added thing to bonus. Yeah, a bonus. I, I think yeah. that's I think that's a real it good thing. It's totally down for. And another one that I think I really like is the single trade deadline. Not you have your non waiver trade line and then your waiver trade your waiver trade uh, trade deadline. It's going to be I this said obviously somewhere in, in July, and that's it. There's no more getting a guy. I mean, and it kind of sucks. It kind of hurts and helps people because that's how the Angels got Upton a couple years ago. True. But you know, it's it's going to be one. One, um, one pure uh, trade deadline. I think? I I don't mind that because I mean, if it, if they're going going to stick to it, then I mean, everyone's on the same plane. Like, mm-hmm. it, no one's gonna have an advantage or disadvantage on this. It's like done, no more. That's it. Right. So it's cool. I'm down with that one. Doesn't really bother me at all. Yeah, I I think that one works really well. Another one that I like too, because it's probably will start creating more jobs as far as baseball. Um, players and the free agency not being able to um, get signed is uh, expanding the roster from 25 to 26. What do you think about that? Down with that one because, again, uh, like the Angels last year, mm-hmm. uh, injuries to the pitching staff was a big thing. And, right. and a lot of people might not think that one guy will make a difference, but if you can add an one extra more pitcher. Arm, an extra arm oh, works, for sure. works out, helps a so hell I'm, of a lot. I'm yeah. down with that. I'm down with that. And, and two, the, I mean, they haven't – again, I don't think they've said this or whatever, but I've, I've kind of seen that – with the extra bump, they might also say you have a limit on pitchers as far as how many pitchers you can use on that in that roster period. So again, some of these things are still need to be worked out. Um, mound visits, I think they might slim trim one mound visit per mm. per game. So I think it's at six right now, or this, I think it's at six right now per game I per so. nine. I remember what it is? I think it's six per. And per, that one just changed. And that one just year. changed. So now they might cut it down to five. So. Again, that's another rule change that could, you know, affect what kind of how the game is. But um, I mean, some of these rule changes need to happen just because you need to kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say get with the times, but obviously they're going to shorten the, some of the commercials. Yeah. Um, local games are going to go from like two o five, two minutes and five seconds commercials to to two minutes flat. So hopefully that at least gets them gets them going. So I don't. Uh, yeah. The the commercial one. I think that's going to be a hard one with the advertisers. That's where I mean, that's why they have them there. Yeah, that's what I, it is. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. It's going to be a lot of like they're going to I don't know they're going to piss off some people and people want pay a lot of money to get their their commercials played uh, on ma- on Major League Baseball and then if Major League Baseball you know plays these commercials you know they get money so right. I, I don't see that one happening so much now not that it bothers me I don't care I hey get it over with right. me, but I think on the advertising side. Uh, they'll ruffle some feathers with that one. Probably the last one that we'll talk about, and and again, I don't think this is what it, it's set in stone yet. But for September call-ups, maybe limited not forty people on the roster, but maybe cutting it down to like a thirty, right, thirty-two kind that of thing. That one's a little tough too because it's uh, 
like again, I was mentioning to you yesterday when we were talking about this. Like, I, I like seeing guys who otherwise wouldn't wouldn't uh, play. Right. Uh, you know. But I think that comes to the whole pay, pace of play because, yeah, um, with all those extra like all those extra arms now, you can literally go. All right, lefty, boom. Okay, righty. Okay, let me get another guy yeah. up. Now the other guy's a lefty. Okay, let me get the other lefty up. And now next thing you know, there's like four changes inside of a another league. another one real quick that we should touch on was uh, there's I don't know if it's true or whatever, but the three batter that per they discussed penis. it. They haven't said it that it's going to be a rule. It's one of those things where the union agreed that if the commissioner ever decided to implement that, that they agreed that not to fight it. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in play, but if, you know, whether it's now or next year or in two years or whatever, if the commissioner feels that it's a need and he wants to put it in, that they're not going to fight it. That's what they, that's what they agreed on. They, right. they, you know, so again, it could never happen. It could happen next year, but. So basically what it is, is if a pitcher comes in, he has to face at least three batters. Right. And, right. and I mean, that's, I guess I can see why they tough. would want to do that, but I, I don't think they need to, um, you know what I mean? I mean, you're obviously the baseball peers are not going to like it because it's going to be like you're you're handcuffing the manager strategically. You know, yeah, matchups matchup matchups is is a, a big part of baseball. Yeah. And if, if you handcuff them and say, "Hey, you you know, he's got to stay in there three games," and then yeah. you have these guy other guys that are quote unquote specialists, lefty specialists, righty specialists, whatever. Yeah, they're if, if they can't get lefties and the opposite hands out, there's there's no place for them because. You know the team's yeah. just going to pitch, start pitch hitting people that are opposite, and you're going to be stuck for three three batters. Next thing you know, that could be a walk, a single, and another walk, and and now you have, like the base is loaded with. And now now you can take them out. Now that the damage is pretty much already done. Right. So these these ones again, they're 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 not implementing them yet, and these are all things that are being kind of like spoken of, and and they're getting thrown. Something out to there. watch out for. I think yeah. definitely something to watch out for, but. The one, the ones that we were talking about earlier, the home run derby, yeah, the um, that's going to be happening. This ha- it's happening this year, so that's definitely cool. And so we can we can see start seeing right away who's going to be interested in playing and doing that. And again, the more the merrier. More of the big names in there. I know people get worried about oh, it's messing up his his swing, but I think it, uh, for fans, I think it's a great thing for them to have. Yeah, real quick, uh, we were on Instagram Live a few minutes ago. I got a question from uh, Gilbert Chavez, and he asked. Any update on Joe Adele? So if you guys don't know, Joe Adele suffered a leg injury uh, to his ankle. Uh, he ankle and it was a weird. It was his like left ankle, like right, left, left ankle, right hamstring, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, he'll be out eight to ten weeks from what the Angels uh, announced. That was, um, that was from last. I mean, that's like from last week. Last, last like yeah, week, yeah, week and a half. Um, so so eight to ten weeks, and uh, you know they're at. And another you know the question was where 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 will he be? I'm assuming. Double A. Yeah, he finished in Double A. Yeah, he's and, he's gonna be in Double A. Yeah, and you guys really um, don't expect Joe Adele on a major league field until yeah. maybe next season. Yeah, I've always said it's gonna be twenty twenty. Guys, what do you just gonna turn twenty? This is yeah, this is my and I was thinking about it a while ago, so I want to know what you think. The two most important people, player wise, in the a- Angels organization, top to bottom, number one is Trout, of course, and the whole contract situation, which we can get into as a season went on there's no reason to do that now but number two number two important guy in the in top to bottom joe adele more so than any other player Ooh. yeah only because if trout leaves where do you he's, go from there he, and he's gonna be and, again he's probably yeah. he's probably not gonna be what trout is everyone i mean oh yeah i mean come but on, guys. but he's not gonna be but i don't think the angels are gonna be searching for that 
next center fielder. No. Past maybe, you know, a bridge guy. But right. I think 2020 is a perfect year for, you know, for Joe to emerge. And then 2021, where if Trout doesn't come back for 2021, Boom, he slide him in. So that's what I'm saying. You keep him healthy, keep him progressing. It won't be a huge decrease at that center field position, I feel. I mean, obviously, you know, is he going to win MVPs? I don't know. But from everyone that's seen him that, that knows this kind of stuff, he definitely has the potential to be a multi um, uh, all-star, you know, kind of player, cornerstone kind of player. So, again, Trout, obviously, you got to get him tied down. you got to get him that extension. But if he doesn't, and I've said this for a while now, Joe is now plan B. Yeah, he's, oh, no, with, he's Plan yeah, B. So that's why I, that's why I think he's probably the second most important guy in that organization. Just because, yeah, I have to agree. just because you know he 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 might have the future of the Angels on his back by the time he's ready, and if Trout leaves, right? No, so. I mean, yeah, I have to agree. That's you know again for the same reason. If he leaves, he's got to be the guy to slide in. They're gonna have somebody there to slide into that position. A young guy, you know, and like another you said, guy, another guy that people were saying was just walking around. No one knew who he was. He was yeah. Just, you know, having you know, just and that's funny to me, man. It's like, come on, yeah. Open, turn on, open your computer and check out the top prospects. He's all over those yeah, kind of and pages. Even like Griffin Canyon, like we said, he was he was throwing a bullpen down there and walk right by everyone. We knew who he was, mm-hmm. and uh, not a lot of people, you know. Right. So it's it's kind of crazy. Um, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of good youth in the uh, in the Angels Finally. system, and uh, I mean, again, like if things don't pan out, I mean, we're not expecting. You know, Brandon Marsh to be the better than Calhoun. You know, he can only be the best Brandon Marsh he can be. Same thing as Joe Dow. He's not going to be the next trial. He can be the best Joe Dow that he can be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Jordan Adams, freak athlete. Now let's see how that translates yeah. into into baseball. With his uh, what was he wearing like Louis Vuitton, uh, Adidas when you got his when you got yeah, the ball signed yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he was he he was uh from head to toe straight flossing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, that's pretty much all we got. Unless, Kerry, do you got anything else you, you want to? No, know he's good. good. We got a short show. Again, it's a short show because, you know. With spring training. Spring training, man. We got to get. We got to wake up tomorrow. and I mean, Hit up Peoria. Hit up Peoria and. Uh, and drive home. <laughs> and then drive home. So, a uh, long oh, day ahead of us tomorrow. Oh, so, what, next podcast opening day? I'm assuming so, yeah. Yeah, opening day that Thursday. Yeah. Well, then at that point we'll be we'll be week we'll be weekly. We'll be weekly again. Yeah. We'll, we'll start. We'll get our. We'll start putting our heads together and trying to see. Uh, start getting our predictions out for where we think the Angels will finish, and we'll probably do the whole division and yeah. and probably the whole AL at least to see how the yeah. playoff picture runs. But we'll have a da- better picture of like what the rosters look. Not exactly. just our yeah. roster, yeah. but yeah. everybody's yeah, roster. Yeah, exactly. We'll see who yeah. who breaks camp and stuff like that. Yeah. So definitely. That Thursday of opening day, unfortunately, they're up in Seattle again for a one o'clock game, which I guess we could talk about it at at that time because that's ridiculous. But cool, um, um, that's everything. Yeah, uh, if you guys want to email us uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at allangelspodcast at gmail dot com, allangelspodcast at gmail dot com at halo underscore haven on the Instagram. Same can be said for Twitter, right? Yep, same for Twitter. And uh, that's going to do it. I am Johnny Mangs. I'm Dan Garcia. We're here with the curator in Mesa, Arizona, spring training. We'll be in Tempe one more day, and that's it. Again, like Daniel said, we're going to start going weekly. You guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys in a few weeks. Bust down, Tatiana.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.